Welcome to the School of Laughs podcast, brought to you by SchoolofLaughs.com. Whether you're an aspiring comedian, a part-time pro, or a speaker who wants to become funnier, this is the podcast for you. We'll break down tools, tips, and techniques to help you get bigger, better, and more bookable. And now, here's the show. Welcome back to the School of Last podcast, the podcast designed to help new and aspiring comedians get funnier faster and make speakers punch up their programs. Hey, my name is Rick Roberts. If you're just tuning in, I know we have a lot of new listeners because I've seen some spikes in the downloads. Uh, people grabbing all the past episodes have really moved up those little mountaintops up on the spike. So in a nutshell, I've been doing the comedy, stand-up comedy for 23 years. Gavin Miller across from me, our producer, Hello. you've been at it for less than... <laughs> 23 minutes? 23 maybe? minutes. So he uh, he has the perspective of somebody just starting out, just like starting out. perhaps yeah. you. And I've been at it for a while. I'm, I'm the gray hair guy at Home Depot <laughs> that you seek out when you when you want to find out uh, how to get something done. You're like, that guy has been through it. Let's yeah. just look at him. <laughs> so it's a fun podcast. I hope you stick around and, and enjoy it. Today we've got a really, really good one. It's going to be super helpful no matter at what point in your career you are. Yeah. And it's it's called Stretch. Okay. Push yourself and stretch. Yeah. And it's going to be all about, I mean, there's probably... 25 different takeaways in this segment. <laughs> there are a lot. For things you can do today to help make your act and your comedy better. Yeah. So stick around for that. As you guys know, uh, one of the ways we know if we're reaching and connecting at all is by the reviews you guys leave us on iTunes and Stitcher. Yeah. And on Stitcher, I'd like to go to now for a review this week. This is from Comedy Pro Regan. It says, Best Podcast About Becoming a Comedian. Wow. There are no podcasts better than this for learning how to become a comedian. The advice comes from Rick Roberts, a comedian with 20 years under his belt. <laughs> every episode contains tips you can use every day to be better. Cool. It's awesome. I love it. So that's exactly kind of where we're setting up for today. These are full yeah. of tips that you can use to get going. It's a very tip-heavy episode. <laughs> it is. I feel like we should just get right into it. Is that yeah, okay yeah, with you, yeah, Gavin? Yeah. Let's hit it. Yeah. Okay, cool. So uh, STRETCH is an acronym. S T R. E T C H. If you're taking notes, that's the way I you, spell you it. You spelled that word without looking at it, which is good too. You know, when I wrote it out, I'm like, stretch is a long word. Like, it's a stretchy word, but it doesn't sound like it when you say it. Yeah. But stretch is our acronym today. And uh, if you listen all the way through, I'll give you a way to get a um, little worksheet from today's episode so cool. you don't, don't have to take notes. But if you're a note taker, here is the first one the S in stretch. What does it mean? Say it. <laughs> Just say it. S is for say it. I know a lot of comics that have written jokes, yeah, including me, where it was just sitting in a notebook for yeah. weeks. Then That's months, where they belong in a notebook, years. just safe, and you never have to tell them. And you, <laughs> the S is not for play it safe; it's for say it. Uh, it's not stand up comedy until you say it on stage. Right? It's an idea. It's something clever or possibly humorous if yeah. it's in a notebook, but you really don't know if it's comedy till you get it on stage. What's going on? Yeah. So the beauty of saying it on stage is things magically happen. Right. All right? When you say it on stage, I don't even expect it to be close to perfect the first time you say it. Yeah. But you can't make it better until you make it. Yeah. You know, songwriters, if they were under the pressure to open their mouth and sing a perfectly written song every time, it's not going to happen. <laughs> you got to get it out, right? Yeah, yeah. You have to start somewhere. If you don't, it's not going to take off. Now, the great thing about when you say it and you're on a comedy stage... There's other comics yes. hanging out. Yeah. And when you say a joke, 
especially if they've seen you a while and it's a new joke, it's going to resonate with them like, oh, hey, that was something new. Oh, that works, yeah. And they're going to sit there and process it a little bit as they listen to yeah. it and think, oh, man, where would I take that? That's a great premise. Where would I take it? Yeah. And they'll give you some taglines. And if you're new to comedy altogether, a tagline is a line after the initial punchline that, that also gets a laugh. Right, yeah. Okay, so that's that's your comedy vocabulary yeah. <laughs> for today for starting out. But some of my biggest laughs in my show have always come from other comedians who walked up after I did the joke and go, oh, man, if you said this yeah. at the end of that, you're going to get a huge laugh. It's because they don't have the pressure of coming up with the idea and and saying it and saying it on stage. They're just sitting there thinking the best the best possible ideas for it. Exactly. So and perfect. I think it's easier for all of us to critique something else that's out there. Yeah. I mean, that's that's one of the things that holds <laughs> comics back from going on stage. Yeah. But I think it was Ricky Gervais that said not too long ago, it's better than to it's better to create and be criticized yeah. than never create anything. Yep. And that's so true, man. I'd rather get feedback on something that I created. At least I put something out there. Yeah. Right? So when comics come up and give you a line, it's also great because it's coming from their perspective, which may not sync up 100% with yours. And so when you deliver that line on stage, it's like, where do they come up with that? Yeah. But it helps you give it helps give you that other perspective, which is sometimes what we're all struggling with when we think we have the funniest idea and then someone else sees it from a different perspective and then you can kind of go, Okay, well what if I thought about this whole joke from that perspective? Right. You know, you have that one about your uh, you know, your son where you had to change the perspective, you know, on that to make it funny. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden then it killed. You know, and so that's like one of those things that, you know, some other comics like came up to me after I would do something and it's like, hey, you know, have you thought about doing this? And it's like, oh, I never, I never would have thought that. Like right. I never would have thought from, from that perspective. Now I'm, now I'm stealing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, but it's, 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 it's great to do because also they might tell you like, man, that joke's killer, but why don't you put it right before that other one? Yeah. And it's going to set up that other joke. They're yeah. going to see things you don't see because you're too close yeah. to it. We can all watch the ball game and after our team lose, <laughs> tell you five things they could have done to win. Yeah. But hey, they played the game and you didn't. Oh, totally, yeah. So yeah. give them credit for getting out on the court. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we can all see things. For sure. Now, this this I liked a little bit. Um, this came in from Brendan Bork in one of the Facebook groups. I kind of put this question out, you know, right. what have you done to stretch things? And he does battle raps. Okay. Where you go up against somebody else and you rap rhyme. Uh, yeah. You know, you slam them and uh, you, you're tearing them down, but you're using rhyming as you're doing it. And I've seen some really good ones, and the brain power that is involved in that is tremendous. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. And I think that's a, a muscle that you use in stand-up comedy, obviously, and to get some meat on that muscle by doing something not comedy-related specifically right. is a fun way to not wear that muscle down. It'll be timing. It'll be thinking on your feet, and there's no pauses that's the crazy part is there's no because i've seen a bunch of battle raps uh being from baltimore i used to play drums for some some rap battles and that kind of things and it was uh it's it's intense to see how fast they come up with things and some of the stuff is pre-written and then some of the stuff is spur of the moment but man i mean talk about sharpening your skills that it's crazy yeah i like it i like it a lot brandon uh brendan so thanks for letting us know about that okay so that's the s in stretch say it get it out there the t is take chances. Take, take chances, okay. Take some chances. I don't know how many, and I'm including myself on this too. <laughs> you get into a rut where you're like, hey, my show's pretty good. I'm going to keep things just the way they are. It seems to be working. Yeah. And it's it's a safe 
it's a safe, boring place. Right. You got to take some chances. And when you take chances, you learn more about yourself if you fail or succeed. Right. And if you succeed, you learn something else that can take you to the next level. Yeah. Uh, here's a few specific things you can do if you're out there listening. Let's say you're an open micer and you've been doing it for maybe a year or something like right. that or, or less. There's a few things you can tell the host to ask you to do if you want to take some chances. One is tell the host, hey, I know nobody wants to go up first because the crowd's still walking in or there is right. no crowd or yeah. it's only comics. Put me up first. Yeah. I, I want to go first and take the, the heat and start the ball rolling with you. Yeah. So, you know, the, the host will obviously go up first, and then, but you're the first comic on the bill. Don't be a, don't always put yourself in that 7 out of 14 spot right? or trade for that or try to get in that. Yeah. That's a safe – that's the hammock <laughs> of the open mic. It's a safe little place. It's a cocoon. Yeah. Man, be on the edges. Right. You know, ask to go last or ask to go first. Or here's what I really recommend. Tell, it, tell the MC, listen, if somebody goes up there and just destroys, <laughs> nobody else wants to go up after that yeah, guy. right. Put me up. Yeah. And so you have to learn how to adapt to a stage that's super hot on fire. Yeah. See if you can keep that ignition and keep it going forward. Or if it dies down, see how you can get them back within seven minutes to your line of thinking. Trust me, if you do that when you're open micing, when you start moving up the ladder in comedy clubs, <laughs> middle to feature, feature to headliner, yeah, you'll have some ammunition to handle those situations where the the stage just got scorched before you got I up know. there. I've seen, that's what I just I have those fears. Those fears are just they're probably too much, but they're all inside my head rattling around like the all because I, I know those things are going to come up. And I guess it's better to be in control of it when you're asking the host, "Hey, that guy just killed. Do you mind if I go on right now?" And he's probably going to go. Heck yeah, go on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's yeah, the host, you're going to save get him. Get up there. <laughs> him or her. Yeah. And boy, it's a great place to put yourself in. So that's one way you can take a chance. Second, rotate your opening jokes. Try some okay. new opening lines. Now, I did a couple of shows in the past two days, and I tried new opening jokes on both of them. And one worked and one didn't. Right. And I know why the one that didn't did not work okay is because it was a, a joke about something else somebody else and i know for a fact that jokes about yourself when you hit the stage if i joke about myself it's an easier win gotcha and people are less likely to judge you for judging somebody else already right so they're trying to it's better to open up with things that are about you okay. if you can yeah. yeah so i tried one night where i you know i made a joke about a singer and it was okay but it, yeah. it wasn't that strong for an opener it's like why is this guy even mad about and it's, right. some, it's something that I teach, but I wanted to kind of test it again. And, sure. And I, I can't jump that hurdle. <laughs> and so the second show, I did a joke about myself, and it's one of my newer jokes that I'm working on. Didn't know exactly where the laughs were, and there was a, there was four, almost five laughs in about 55 seconds. So pretty That's, happy with that one. Yeah. <laughs> but if I not had I not said it, like we talked about in the first. Right, yeah, you wouldn't know where you are. Yeah. And so yeah. by taking that chance, I've got a new opener that I think is – I'm confident doing that in any venue, even yeah. after just one night. I know it's going to be solid. It'll work, yeah. Uh, when you get really comfortable with your act, here's a good another challenge for you. If you're taking notes on what you can do tonight or next time up, drop your three best jokes out of your set. Right. So you that got, sounds like a bad idea. <laughs> it sounds like it, but you know what? If, if you're whether you're open micer or you're on stage featuring or whatever, yeah. Uh, maybe headliners are more reluctant to do that, but All a headliner right. should have a lot of solid material. Yeah. But your three best jokes, drop them. Leave room for other jokes to grow. Right. And that's what I'm talking about, <sighs> rotating new material in. So that's something you could do right now. And if you don't know what your three best jokes are, here's another little piece of homework for you. Listen to your sets. Write down your last per minute. Oh, yeah. Again, if you're new to comedy altogether, you know, comics will judge how funny they are sometimes by how many laughs they get every minute. Okay. You don't know that unless you record your set, 
and literally count. Look at your yeah. jokes and put a little check mark next to each time you and get a laugh in that joke, and then time out how long the joke is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's the there's laughs, applause breaks, and there was was there something else? Or was groans, it groans, tomatoes. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but there was a couple things to just kind of keep track of, you know. Um, yeah, you can get your applause breaks and mark those down if you're getting those. Uh, longest, t- you know, longest amount of time between jokes. That's another measurement that you might not be keeping track of right now if you're listening. But when you listen to your show, if you're playing it back, especially on your laptop, where you can see like the what do you call that, Mister? I know the, the file, the little you wave file, the yeah. wave file, and you see the yeah. peaks and valleys. Yeah, you'll see where your laughs are, oh, where totally. the peaks are. Yeah, but if you see a long valley, you. Know, Stop, rewind, and listen to that segment and say, what's going on there? Why, why is that happening? Why maybe, is that it's, happening? maybe you need it, but maybe it's not the best. Sure, thing. maybe you <laughs> yeah, maybe you know, wandered off into crowd work. or yeah. But it should indicate probably that your setup is way too long. Okay. All right, so that's something you can do to get better cool. as you take a chance. And then I got uh, a few people chimed in, too, online that said um, a few different things that I think are very valid. Jorge Matian, <laughs> who's, who's a, a great listener and a former student, says, hey, cool. Even though his show is primarily for clubs and stuff, yeah. he'll challenge himself to go do some clean shows, even shows at churches or fundraiser things where he has to be clean. Yeah. And so he can kind of get a barometer on where he is and how much clean material he's got. Yeah. And a few people kind of uh, suggested that. Uh, Joshua Novi also says the same thing. You know, put yourself in some of those situations. And also, you know, as Brent Allen chimed in and said, produce your own show. Oof. And, man, we, we should probably do an entire podcast on that. Yeah. We've done some in the past about how to put on a show, and there's definitely little some, bit, yeah. some things. But he took it to the whole other level where he's footing the bill for the venue. He had a New Year's Eve show in Kentucky last year. Yeah. And, he, I mean, he rented the venue. I had to sell the tickets. Told the comics that he had on the bill beside himself how to. much they were yeah. going to get paid. And he was on the hook for all of that. Yeah. And so by having that deadline and that goal, he really forced himself not only to make sure people showed up. Yeah. But he had to make sure he was his set was tight. Tight, yeah. So he sure. he had a lot of little gigs coming up to it and some open mics where he tightened up his material to make himself uh, blend with the he show. He probably spent all his time worrying about the show, and then all of a sudden was like, "Oh my god, I have to be funny! Like, hold on, I got to write some stuff." Yeah, I think it's a good mix of both there, yeah, and the show. Tough. Uh, from what I heard from him, it was a pretty big success. So That's great. You know, Joshua had the same idea. Produce your own show, and, man, you'll also see it from different angles. And, yeah. And you're juggling some balls when you're doing that right there. So that's cool. So that's the T in stretch. we got say it, take chances. The R, this is a really quick and simple one, but request some feedback. Yeah, you never do that. You never request any feedback because it could be negative, and you need to save yourself from any kind of negative. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's cocoon thinking. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I love. And you know... Um, sometimes I recently got some great feedback from Scott Long, a great comic up in Indiana, who I've known. I think we've almost done it the same amount of time, almost right. exactly. And we've got a lot of things in common. But he was like, hey, I was watching your video, man, and you're funnier than that. You might be yeah. not getting some gigs because your video's not as, as great as you think it might be. Huh. And I didn't request that, but, man, he's right. You yeah. know, it's uh, it was meant as a quick demo, but I kind of put that in all my places instead of having some more of my act up on right. some things. So I'm, that's something I'm – just about fixed and that's going to go up next week so uh the feedback not only on like on your set but like he said on your video on your promo okay you're first starting out you might you might need some basic promo you know some what's the promo i like what is that if you have a video Mm -hmm. then what's your promo 
Gab, and I'm going to do you a huge favor okay. here and guide you to our YouTube page. <laughs> okay. Because there's a video on there about what goes into your basic promo kit. C- perfect. So if you're I out there that. listening and uh, you've got access to the, the YouTube, <laughs> the YouTube yeah, I don't universe. want you to do it while you're driving. <laughs> yeah. But if you've got no, that. No, do it while you're driving. It'll be funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'll be, what if I get a call? <laughs> this guy died in the last, the reason he was watching Not our video. fault. Don't listen to people on the radio. What are you talking about? <laughs> you should have been looking at what goes into a basic coffin. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, but there's a video that goes into quick cool. detail on that. Oh, good. And we'll do a whole podcast on that. But ask for feedback on the things you have. Your headshot. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. your headshot is just like, it doesn't doesn't correspond with your act. Like, yeah. I've seen guys with wacky headshots. They're dead serious on stage. Right. I've seen it the other way around. Yeah. So I think your headshot should be the open front door yeah. to your, your promo. And you want it to reflect uh, positively on that. And then also your look. Like, right. You know, I'll be honest. I used to be fairly sloppy on what I wore on stage, uh-huh. and it held me back. Okay. And sometimes I would I would try the other route and dress up too much, and it didn't suit my act either. So okay. just ask two or three comics, hey, you see me on stage, you know what my jokes are, do I look like my material? Do I look the part? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So it's something to ask about. and, and It just, is super important because they already have a judgment about you on the way onto stage. They can see you, and it's like they come up with all these little judgments, especially if they don't know you. I mean, you know, maybe if you're a more established comic and they're coming there to see you, it's different. But, you know, I mean, there's just... Like, I was trying to think of people, you know, Mitch Hedberg that had that certain look to him, you know, mm-hmm. the hair and, and, you know, all those guys that... That's that's their look. It, it flows seamlessly from their material, right. you know. And I've seen... There's nothing in the way of the funny. That's right. what I was trying to think. Yeah, there's there's nothing that gets in the way of that. That's a great point. You, d- you don't want your clothes to be funnier than you. And you don't want them to be... Like, I saw a guy at this world record thing that was just, yeah. like, dressed out, punked out. And it was just... It was, looked like he was trying too hard. Too hard, yeah. Too hard. So just ask some guys and, and say, hey. To be fair, they haven't slept in six days. <laughs> well, so. I know. I'm not, I'm not knocking that. So. <laughs> and we, we'll follow up on that world record contest here yeah. pretty soon in Guinness. They are killing it right now. Yeah. So. I'll just tell you, as we're recording this, there are six hours away from breaking the record. Yeah. As far as the performance. The, I'm sure the Guinness guys will have to check all the paperwork and make right. sure that stuff's in line, too. But they're 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 on the ta- they're yeah. on They're on it, buddy. Um, so just ask and request some feedback. And in fact, a couple of episodes ago, we talked about a 10-point checklist. Yeah. And it may have been a blog post, but you, you want to rewind on the website and check that out. And that's stuff you could give to each other. Yeah. I could sit here and, and go over your 10 points and yeah. you with me. Okay, so that's the R, request feedback. So, so far we got say it, take chances, request feedback. E is expand your current joke. Right. This is uh, it's a great exercise, and especially if you've tapped out every creative idea you have, and you're like, man, I've got nothing to write about today, or you just don't feel it. Yeah. There's days where you just don't feel it. Yeah, or yes. you, you go through a day, and you, you didn't allow inspiration to happen, and you don't have any new ideas or premises. Look at every joke you have now and ask yourself, what is the next angle, Yeah. the next line, I could say, or the next direction I can take this joke? How to make it bigger. How to make it bigger. Yeah. I know for a fact that when you move when you move from feature to headline, a lot of times it's not you're writing 15 minutes of new jokes. You're expanding out the jokes you have. Right. And it can take a while. And this is one of the, one of the things I don't like about um, comics who try to do a new hour every year, uh-huh. which I think is amazing. It's, don't want to knock it. <laughs> yeah. But those jokes are done at the end of the year. Yeah. And I know throughout my you know whole 
23 years. Some jokes started as a one-liner that have turned into a seven-minute bit right. that turned into a closer. Gotcha. So it's amazing what can happen if you if you keep digging in there. Oh, I definitely found that out when we put on some of the, the jokes uh, for people to respond to on Twitter. <laughs> like, they're still sending me stuff. Uh, maybe every couple of days I get something, some new angle about it that I'm like, oh, yeah, well, I could take that, and then, and then I could, you know, put that into the whole my whole thing about Pinterest, and then I could, you know, it was like, just the new angles and stuff on that is like it it will definitely i'll end up having a 45 minute bit about <laughs> almost facebook or something but, yeah well you know what and but, the, uh, the great thing about expanding the jokes you already have is if you just add a line and it doesn't go anywhere then it's just five seconds of your act or right. 10 seconds yeah. that didn't pop sure but if you again if we don't do the first thing say it we don't know can't try it yep so get those things out there and expand that's a quick and easy one but look at the material you have take a different angle yeah okay so that's s-t-r-e now we're down to the second t this is interesting toastmasters yes and maybe again we'll I've, do a whole episode on this somewhere down yeah. the line um toast i've heard Ma- of this i've yeah. heard of what it is what is it in a nutshell okay so i'm going to give you my take on on it okay it, because i was somebody brought me in for a two session class to teach Toastmasters. Okay. And so I kind of got to see a little bit. To of, teach them. Yeah, they wanted okay. in Toastmasters, and Toastmasters in general, and this is just my quick one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, one look at it. It's a group of prof- professionals, uh-huh. sometimes from the same company or a group of companies. They'll meet together on a regular basis, and they'll get used to speaking in front of small groups. Gotcha. And so... Because there's really no training for that other than either doing stand-up or Toastmasters or something like that. But all these CEOs and executives and stuff, they always end up being thrown in going saying, you know, hey, can you do this 45-minute presentation? And they're like, okay, well, this is good because I've never spoken in front of anyone. Right. <laughs> you know? So it gives them a chance to practice speaking in front of a group. And it's uh, it's a timed, Yeah. you know, it's not a set there. It's a, a speech or a segment. or a t- right. I think it's more topic. It's okay. So this you, week you have a topic. Okay. You speak on this for three minutes. Yeah. So it's time. You got to wrap it up. You got to bring it in under time, which cool. is great for comics yeah, to yeah, learn. Yeah. You also get feedback on, you know, what can make it better. Okay. What was meandering? So do they go around the room and then? Yeah. Tell, oh, okay. So you know the the, <laughs> the times I've taught at two different Toastmasters groups. Uh, one time it was a group of fourteen. The other group it was, uh, I think, ten or eleven. That's a good size. It's a great size because everybody gets three or five minutes of focus. It's not a hundred. Right, <laughs> you you're don't in have and out there in sixty yeah. or ninety minutes. And as as far as I know, it didn't seem like it cost them anything to be part of that group within their companies, right? Unless maybe they had to rent a space. There's some, yeah. But if you are a current professional, ask around. You know, ask your manager, supervisor. Do we have Toastmasters here? Do you know how I can get signed up with them? And if not, just Google it and Google your area, and I know there's some more open Toastmasters groups you can get into. But the one thing I really like about that group is they have an annual humor competition. Yeah. So they have to give a humorous speech, and I think it's like three to five minutes. It's not that long. Okay. And that's what they brought me in to kind of show them all the techniques and help them punch it up. Here's how to be funny, yeah. And so at least once a year, if you're in Toastmasters, the focus is right there on humor. Okay. And so, boy, that's a great opportunity. Because if, there's people that were taking your course uh, that were – they didn't necessarily want to be stand-ups. There's been lawyers. There's been all kinds of people that just wanted to be a little funnier and learn how to speak in front of people and that kind of thing. So I'm glad you, you know, brought that up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I won't do it, but I, I, got, <laughs> I got a really, really great instant message from somebody that just took the writing and performance oh, yeah. class, and they speak for a living. They wanted to get better at it. And cool. she had gotten a standing ovation – 
Whoa. And she says, I know in part it's due to taking that class and getting funnier, and I gave him a better program than I have in the past. So that's that was, awesome. Yeah, it really made my day. Uh, thanks, Amy. Amy's hey, listening Amy? out there. Yeah, Amy Lynch. Congrats, Amy. That's She's great. She's a great speaker and uh, really smart. Uh, the comedy she wrote was really smart. That's so really awesome. good stuff. Uh, but that suggestion came in from Scott Trammell and Kennedy Robinson. They both had taken Toastmasters yeah. or been part of that in the past. And that's definitely worth looking at if you're in a professional field and you want to explore it. Cool. So that's the T. Now we're down to our C in stretch. And that is, Gavin, you want to give it away? Coffee and conversations. All right. So it doesn't have to be all stressed out, goal-oriented, <laughs> yeah. structured uh, approach to getting better and pushing yourself and making the yourself stretch. The rest of these cause me panic. Coffee and conversation sounds nice and relaxing. <laughs> it does sound nice. And here's and it came in from a couple different people in different ways. Yeah. You know, the coffee part and I'll just give an example um, Bob Moore who lives in San Antonio. Okay. Um, he's on some of the Facebook groups yeah. that I post in and he he was picking my brain in the groups and then I think it was about a year ago he said, if you're ever in San Antonio, give me a holler. I'll take you out to coffee. Right. I'd love to pick your brain a little bit. Yeah. And so he did that. He picked me up at the hotel. We went and got some coffee. Uh, he ended up buying me a nice coffee mug and a, a, a pound <laughs> bag of coffee or something to bring oh, back cool. with me. But he kind of picked my brain and, yeah. and said, you know, I'm thinking about doing this. What would you do? And I totally enjoyed the conversation. Now he's, he's a good buddy. He was just in town for the world record attempt and okay. did a couple of sets as well. Cool. And uh, I'll probably see him next Tuesday because I'll be in San Marcos, Texas, which is just less than an hour from San Antonio. Very so cool. hopefully I'll catch up with the games with you, Bob. Yeah. But, you know, he made it really easy for me to say yes. He goes, hey, I know you're traveling. If you don't want to do this, if you want to take a nap before your thing, whatever, don't even worry about it. Yeah. But if I hear you're a coffee drinker, if you want, you know, you set the time limit, I'll pick you up and drop you off. No, no stress. Yeah. And so that's great. So if you have, they don't have to be comics in your circle. It could be comics coming to town. Okay. You know, Stretch, push yourself, send an email to a comic that you may not know that you've seen and say, hey, if you're a coffee drinker or if you enjoy this, um, I'll be happy to pick you up and help you escape the condo. Yeah, for well, that's what I was going to say. Hour. A lot of the times they're just showing up early in the morning or from their flight or whatever, and then it's like, well, great, now I have 15 hours to kill before I need to you know, be on stage or do anything. And so, yeah, I mean, a lot of times they're just like, okay, so what's next? Yeah. <laughs> if you're like, hey, I'll take you to lunch or I'll take you to – Whatever, if I can pick your brain, they're like, fine, let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, definitely, and 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 like Bob did, you know, pay for the coffee. Don't. Yes. And I, I tell you, a long time ago, gosh, it's probably eleven years ago, I did an event for somebody, and um, the event planner, she was really nice. She's like, you know, um, if you ever want to pick my brain about something, I've got some ideas that could probably help you get more corporate work. Right. Because she saw some things I wasn't doing right, <clears throat> uh-huh. and so I took her up on that and said, yeah, I'll be, here's, I'd live here. Um, there's a Starbucks right down the road. I'd love to do that. Yeah. And I got there before she did, and, you know, I was trying to be on time. Sure. So I got my coffee and sat down, and then, you know, I didn't recognize her from, you know, a couple of weeks prior. Right. And then here she comes with a coffee and a, a dessert thing and sits down. I'm like, dang, I could have, I should have, I yeah. wanted to buy that for you. I should have been waiting yeah. outside. <clears throat> yeah, so, wait I mean, outside. Don't worry. There, there's a million little things like that that. You just don't even think about it. You don't think about until someone points them out and then you go, oh, Lord, I've done that a hundred times now. Like, what was the consequence of that? Yeah. You know? So I, I, you know, I ended up sending her a thank you note and a Starbucks card in there yeah. for the next Well, time she didn't she listen in. to it because you didn't buy her coffee. That's so. probably, probably right. <laughs> So, yeah, that's a great thing. Have some coffee with some comics. And, yeah. you know, be again, be ready for a no, but uh, don't take it as offense. And listen to them. That's, that's actually a great point. Don't talk the entire time. Yeah. It's not your story. It's You're asking for their opinion. Yeah. So 
Excellent. And then uh, Chris Rossetti from out in San Fran area, he had this great comment, and it's an easy way to kind of build material. Yeah. Is to just talk about listening, listening to natural conversations. When you get laughs yeah. throughout the day just in conversation or you make a comment about that commercial or that right. TV show or whatever it is, or, or you're in line at a Starbucks or something like that and you hear people talking behind you, yeah. and you're like, that's kind of funny. That works. Yeah. You, know, you can take those conversations and make a note, and then when you get back to your place, write some jokes. Yeah, absolutely. Let that be inspiration. Yeah. In fact, um, here, here's something I heard the other day. I haven't written any jokes, so okay. this, this is not going to be funny. <laughs> but here's here's my next to-do list for writing a joke is I was in the airport, and I, was, I had just gone through security, and I was about halfway down the, the terminal, and I hear, would the person who just went through security and left their prosthetic leg <laughs> please return to security to claim your prosthetic leg? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I just stopped and looked around. Like, anybody like, else? laughing inside right now like yeah. how weird <laughs> the sad that? part is that everyone's so tuned out no one even heard it but it's like the best thing ever yeah and <laughs> aesthetic so, leg so it was uh, a, i love that i was like wow man i'm right i'm gonna write some bits of it so i've got some yeah. ideas of where to go yeah um but that was something that i didn't sit down and write and plan on writing right and by listening to an announcement that i probably should have tuned out oh, so, right. you know, <laughs> but i am the guy that leaves a cell phone in the yeah, I hate those little trays. When they started putting advertisements on the bottom of the trays that you put your yes. stuff into the airport, that's when people started losing stuff. Yeah, and that's when they TSA started banking a lot of extra cash. And yeah, change. yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, sidestep. People fly a lot. Yeah, but Chris, <laughs> that's a great uh, suggestion. It's just to kind of listen. Yeah, listen to your normal day. There's stuff out there. There's so much stuff out there. Just absorb it and process it and, and make it a if joke. You're, especially if you're hearing it, if you're not in some comedy club or some. Uh, specific thing like that if you're just out at a starbucks or a normal place the grocery store the chances of that kind of material uh going well with audiences is these so much higher because it's on their radar right you know it's not like sometimes when you sit around with a bunch of comedians or funny people or speakers or whatever they're it's almost too high like it's it's they're at a higher level and so sometimes that plays really well to other comics but like you're trying to get the person who's bagging your groceries to come buy a ticket right. you know and be excited and so you know sometimes being hearing those conversations all of a sudden you can be like that'll work yeah boom that's a great topic because i've been asked four times every time i come into the grocery store about that thing so right and that's in in our class in our workbook we talk about shared and unique experiences and that's a shared experience yeah because it's out there in the ether and people are aware of it yeah and so when you touch on those in your in your material and in your set it's going to connect it has a much higher percentage chance of connecting than maybe some kind of super cerebral clever premise that you developed that (laughs) would never exist in reality right although those are fun too so coffee and conversations that's our c and then our last little tip today to help you push yourself and stretch is to help yourself okay i mean a lot of these others we're asking people for feedback and we're asking to go up after somebody killed on stage but there's stuff you can do just to help yourself okay all right so i'll just run through a few little takeaways you can do right now one, and you should do this pretty consistently every every quarter or so, write down right. the excuses you keep telling people while you're not getting better at comedy or you're not getting as much stage yeah. time no, no, or no, you're no, not no, no, getting no. time to not, write. You should not do that yeah. <laughs> because that creates accountability, and that's scary. <laughs> yeah, it absolutely does. So excuses are just another way of saying I can't figure out how to do this. Yeah, or yeah. It really is. Here's what it really is. I don't want to figure out how to do this. Right, yeah. You know what you tolerate. I've got several of those. <laughs> yeah, if you tolerate things, they don't change. Yeah. If you want to change it, you got to make some 
some solutions happen. So determine the solution for every excuse you have. Right. And if there is no solution, stop saying it and stop accepting those challenges because you just can't do it. Yeah. One of mine is one of my excuses that I list or that I say all the time is that I do not have enough time. Like I'm super short on time all all, all the time. Um, but my solution is to figure out a different job. And mm-hmm. so I'm in the sort of year-long process of figuring that out. So that is like, I'm working on it. No, that's great. <laughs> I'm heading there as soon as, because what I really want is to do this stuff full-time and not have that stupid excuse of I don't have any time anymore. And right. so my solution is get more time. And that to in order to get there, I have to change my job and change my life around. And so I'm doing that. Exactly. And and we are scheduled to do a podcast on time management. Yeah. I know you guys are like, oh, man. But so, let me tell you what. The number one thing I hear, and, you know, I could get into great detail on this. but we, no, We'll do it on the, that yeah, podcast. We have yeah. the time. It's yeah. just you have to give up something to gain something. Yeah. So you can't get, you know, part-time effort doesn't get you full-time results. Yeah. So we'll, we'll get into that on totally. a future one. Okay, another thing you can do to help yourself, and this came in, these are some suggestions from some of our listeners and some of the people in the Facebook groups. Uh, rearrange your set. Yeah. You know, uh, Jason, Fifi, I think it's how you say your last name, Jason. If not, let me know. But, you know, rearrange your set. Put different jokes in different order. He said he didn't want to get into a boombox situation where you just press play yeah. and do your same five minutes. Right. And that's really smart to be aware of that stuff because... When you, zombie set. When you, when you get into that, you know... Um, that whole boom, that's a, I think it's a great term, boombox yeah, mentality. Like Autopilot is the word I was thinking of. Yeah. But when you get to that, everything you're doing is delivered. You're being, you're at best, you're given 80% right. of what those jokes deserve. Yeah. At best, 80%. Yeah. So to, to rearrange it, to put things in different order, it also creates new connections and possibly new callbacks when you do that. Right. I know callback is a word. If you're a new listener, new <laughs> to comedy, callback is when you make reference to a joke that happened earlier in your set. Yeah. And it gets a laugh the second time because people reference, you know. Make so sure if you do rearrange your set, you don't have a callback to a joke that you've not yet said. Right, and that happens <laughs> so, too. That yeah. happens. I've, I've done that where I've, I've done my set in different ways. I'm like, oh, I can't do that callback. Yeah. Oh, but here's a new one. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it helps build up the what-ifs in your set. If I could do this joke by accident first, well, I've got a callback that mm-hmm. goes with it. It's not a total loss. And uh, Joby Sad, great comic here in Nashville, not just uh, changing your material, but change the pace and delivery of your jokes. Okay. About pausing in different places, you can get laughs sometimes. Gotcha. By, you know, having a little cadence, a little rhythm. Yeah. I know for a fact I did it, you know, I did a joke, and I may have mentioned it on here, but if not, here it goes again, sorry. <laughs> but I, I talk about my son and I brushing our teeth before we go to bed. Yeah. And so one night I just had a like a hiccup kind of pause where I had to take a drink of water. Right. And so I said, one night we brushed our teeth. And as I'm drinking, they started laughing. I'm like, oh, it sounds like we've only brushed our teeth one night. Right. If I yeah, say yeah, it that yeah, way. Yeah. Right. Yes. And so gotcha. just that little change, and that was just something that happened. But by putting the pause in there, now I've got a joke and I've got two taglines that go with that when right. I say it yeah. now. I'm like, that's the Tennessee in me. Woo! <laughs> right. We did it. We brushed our teeth. Next year, floss. Yeah, know? right. And it's not that brilliant of a joke. you know. No, but it's cool. It's a cool little wordplay, but the timing is what makes it funny. The timing is what made it know? different. Changed the rhythm of the joke and it changed the meaning of yeah, the joke. It changed just... the setup into a, you know, the middle of the setup is now a the setup joke. punchline yeah. and then I can continue with the setup. It's yeah. like, it's great. I just wedged in there three more laughs where yeah. there were none. 
That's funny. So challenge yourself to do those things, to change the pace of your jokes and see if you can get some um, success with that. Yeah. And I'm sure you will. All these things. There's a lot of things. There's a lot of things. (laughs) Should I rifle through real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. I'll just kind of give you the the acronym again. So it's push yourself. We want to stretch. The S is say it. Say it. It's not stand up until you get it on stage. T is take chances. You know, do things like going up after a hot stage, hot performer, or going first when it's cold. Yeah. The R, request feedback. And that's on your set, your material, your promo, anything you have out there. Yep. The E is expand your current jokes. You know, take that one liner and see if you can add a second line. Take that two minute joke and see if you can turn it into two and a half. Yeah. Uh, a good idea can always go further. The T, think about Toastmasters. If that's something that's uh, available to you, definitely jump on that. The C, coffee and conversations. Yeah. You know, listen for things that happen naturally. Pick the brain of performers that are where you want to be. Yeah. And the H, help yourself. Nobody's going to change it, and nobody's more interested in your act than you are. Nobody's more interested in you getting a booking than you. <laughs> do some work. So do some work and help yourself. And those you don't need anybody yeah. else's input to do. You can do those it. totally on your own. So I want to thank everybody in the Facebook groups for giving us some suggestions yeah. and giving us some real awesome. uh, practicality to these uh, this acronym of STRETCH. And again, if you would like all of these in a handy little checklist, a little to-do list for yourself, Email us at schooloflaughs at gmail.com, and in the subject line, put Insider Tips Newsletter. Yeah. Okay? And then in the email, put, i like to sign up for the newsletter, and I definitely want the handout for the stretch episode. Yeah. And so just to let you know what you're signing up for there, the newsletter comes out twice a a month, and from now on, you'll automatically get all of these little to-do lists and checklists that come out in these podcasts. That's great, yeah. And there's at least eight to ten stories that are going on nationally in the comedy world that are highlighted in that yeah. and links to all those stories. There's also recaps of the podcast and blogs that you may have missed. And there's a, a week – every time it comes out every two weeks, there's a link to a YouTube video, yeah. a quick tip that's less than three minutes of stuff you can take care yeah, of YouTube right now. YouTube videos are great. So I really want you guys to get involved with the Insider Tip Worksheet because pretty soon there's going to be a Facebook group that is only people that are yes. on the Insider Tips sheet. yes. I think uh, so, we're in it now, you and me. Yeah, I just it's the I just, most insider that it gets. <laughs> I know. I just I just it's, kind of put it together to see it's what the it dumbest was. secret. <laughs> but that's going to be for people who are just totally interested in getting these tips. And I want you guys as a community to start sharing stuff with each other. Yeah, it's going to be a totally uh, positive experience. I'll bounce anybody out there that just starts spamming and, and no, corrupting. Need, but it's going to be a place where you guys can carry on that conversation after the podcast is finished. Yeah, because I feel like there there needs to be a place where we can specifically talk about sort of the business and and people that really want to do something with it. You know, not not just sort of passively. Oh, I hope I hope I get better. That's the you know that's not who you want. You want people that are like, I'm trying to get better. These are the things I want to do. You right. Know? And you know, a few people sent me instant messages recently and things saying, you know, is there is there any other group I can go to? The one I'm in right now, it's just like it's foul, or it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. so you know everything's negative and there's flame wars and stuff. <laughs> so this would be a place where I want you guys to kind of meet each other. I want you guys to hook up with each other because if if you're you know if you really wanted to pick this stuff up and you're on that insider thing, there's other insiders that can help you. Right. Yeah. And uh, I you know I can only do a few things here and there and put out the podcast and do some classes it's, here, but you guys are out there everywhere. Yeah. And I want you guys to connect. So get on the insider tip sheet. That's the number one step. Yep. And once you get on that, you'll know how to get into the Facebook group. Very when cool. It, when it gets full blown. Yeah. Man, I can't tell you how much I enjoyed this one, Gavin. I've got. Some, <laughs> I mean, I'm going to do a few of these as soon as you leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> no hurry. 
What yeah. are you doing? Are you bringing gonna, me coffee, I'm, Gavin? Yeah. I don't want to sit here and have my brain picked. Okay. <laughs> another hour. Let's do another hour. It's all yours, buddy. Yeah. Hey, thank you guys again for listening. Leave us an iTunes or Stitcher review if you can. It helps us out. Other than that, thank you for helping us out and keeping us focused. We'll see you or talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to the School of Laughs podcast. If you'd like to hear more School of Laughs podcasts, you can find them on iTunes and Stitcher.com. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. For information on upcoming live and online classes, visit SchoolofLaughs.com. Until next time, stay tuned, stay focused, and stay money.